Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. And in this episode, we're going to talk to you about traveling to Disney and Universal during hurricane season. I'm joined at the table by our panel of experts, Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. I wish I had a yellow windbreaker that we could put a fan on. <laughs> I do, too. Hi, everybody. I'll spray water in your face. <laughs> Agent Consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. And back in our production facility, we have our producer, Craig Williams. Hello. So we are actually recording this show uh, outside of hurricane season because we want to make sure we get it out there in time so that you can watch it and and get a feel for something you might expect um, if, in fact, you're here in the Orlando area vacationing and there are hurricane warnings or watches in the area. I want to point out that some of this is specific to our experience every year at Disney or Universal, we have what we call a FAM. It's an industry term. It's short for familiarization. And it's just something we've adopted when we bring our agents down for a yearly um, conference. Uh, we call it our FAM this year, this past year in 2017. FAM was in early September. And we happened to have a hurricane come directly at the Central Florida, Florida area. Right over our house. As it a wasn't of fact. aiming directly. F- it wasn't because of us. It came, but <laughs> you it, never know. It might have. It made all of <laughs> us know. together. You know, I try to make sure that I build in uh, real time experiences for the agents. <laughs> so I, wor- I worked at a hurricane. Right. So we during the time was nice because we got a chance to experience what was going on. But I think it also allowed some of us who have been through hurricanes to see how other people reacted. <laughs> who have not experienced hurricanes in the mm-hmm. past or do not live in a place mm-hmm. where a hurricane is is um, expected. One of the things I want to point out, too, is that in 2017 was the year of the hurricane that hit uh, Texas. <clears throat> Texas, excuse me. And Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. And very, very devastating. And, and mm-hmm. so it was still fresh in everyone's minds right. what could possibly happen. So I think that was part of what was we were experiencing, but I want to talk, let's talk about that experience. Let's talk about things you can do as someone who's coming to vacation at Disney, vacation and universal to protect yourself, but also recognize what may and may not happen. First of all, I think we need to say that the resort areas are in the center of the state. That's not to say that a hurricane will not affect that, but we are in the center of the state. So the coastal coastal flooding is far, there's a far less chance of chance that. Of that. Uh, there's, there's, there's 100 miles or so of land that a hurricane would have to pass over before it actually got to central Florida where the theme parks are located. So the likelihood of being in a very severe storm is limited. Well, they can be severe, but there's right. it's not the coastal areas where you see the houses floating off to the sea and stuff like that. So there are precautions that we take. There are things that we do, and we're going to discuss them. But just by the very area of where you are, the impact will probably be less than you see on television. I also want to point out, too, that with a hurricane, there is ample warning. As soon as a wave leaves the coast of Africa... (laughs) Our local news is playing the warning music and the, the, crisis music. the crisis music. So it's not like in the case of a tornado that could be sudden. We know days, if not weeks in advance, that there's a possibility of a hurricane. And then they show you the possible projected paths. Right. And there's 
25 of them, and they call it the bowl of spaghetti. Then they show you the pro, the cone of probability. So if this is making you nervous, this will just make you more nervous. Uh, well, I wanted to point out about the warnings is that I think you have enough time in advance to figure out what you want to do. You know, it's not like at the very last minute, what do I do? Do I get in a boat and, you know, sail out of Disney property? You've got the opportunity to say to yourself, do I want to stay? Do I want to try to get home? That type of thing. So, again, this isn't something that's going to sneak up on you and be all of a sudden you're in the middle of a hurricane. You'll have enough time to make that decision. So, again, we talked about, I mentioned the fact that this was during our FAM, during our group meeting, and it was four days in. Yeah. Something like that. And we all knew that it was a possibility, as you said. It's, it's announced early. But we've also all seen the hurricanes in relation to Central Florida, where it's coming and then it veers off and it doesn't and then it weakens often i think when they hit land they weaken a little bit so it's not much more than a tropical storm so we've all kind of seen you know but they did say this was a monster one this was a big one and so you kind of and then there was some is it going to happen this day or maybe that day it ended up i think hitting a couple days later than we actually expected it at first so there was a lot of uncertainty around it we knew the possibility was there but we were here we came anyway and we just there was also we you know watching. it was going to go towards the coast it was going to stay offshore it was right. going to go right up the middle of the state exactly so and then there was the time where um once the national hurricane center um release the warning for the area mm-hmm. is when things start to happen because until that actual warning is issued for an area nothing happens like you're just in a waiting pattern exactly but, you know and i also want to say that they expected it to hit southern florida and travel up and just to give you an idea of where we are i keep i'm going to hammer this point home one more time the people in south florida evacuated to orlando exactly right they so came, this is where they came to be safe. They came to Disney Resorts. And, yeah. and, and, and Universal, Universal Resorts. So you had said something, and I wanted to expound on that, and I forgot what I was going to say about um, – okay. So let's talk about the fact that you know we're, we're being warned. We're seeing the models where it might go. A couple days in, we finally get an idea that, hey, it might actually be over the center of the state. And I said, you have enough time to, to figure out what you want to do. And at that point, some of our agents decided they wanted to leave. They decided, this is it. We want to go home. We don't want to be, be put ourselves in this position. They were very, very nervous about it, especially those who had not experienced it before or been from an area where there's a hurricane. And one of the things I wanted to point out, too, is along with what you said, until someone said this is a state of emergency or something is going to happen, you're not going to find um, a lot of things like, airlines willing to give you free flights yeah there's no waiving of fees there's no free changes um disney hasn't until that announcement is made disney doesn't put hurricane policy into effect so they're not canceling without fees or changing your dates without fees so we're in a complete holding pattern so until that happens there's really nothing you can Mm -hmm. do but speculate you can make the decision to take a loss on your own and make the change um but for the most part I would also say if you are in an unsafe structure, if you're in a motorhome, if you're in a campsite, if you're in a trailer, you have to make a decision sooner rather than later. And sometimes you have to err on the side of caution because once this is made, once they declare this state of emergency, the limited number of highways in and out of Orlando are going to become parking lots. So... um 
back to the whole thing of, you know, we had agents who were very nervous and very early on decided they wanted to go. And one of the things they were frustrated with was because they called the airline and they said, well, a hurricane's coming. And the airline said, well, no, we're not going to do anything for you. So, again, that's your decision. Do I spend that money? (laughs) Do I take that risk and say, I'm going to go, I'm going to forfeit maybe something at your resort? A fee you might have to pay there or or a higher fee to get out of the area. Or change fee. And the thing is... The airline isn't doing it. Disney's not doing it because these things can change. Exactly. So until the point where it's a definite or as definite as these things can be, nobody's going to start, you know, approving all of these changes. So you have people who are at home deciding, should I come on my trip? Should I stay or should I go? (laughs) You have people that are here deciding, should I stay or go? Um, So it created, I have to say that week was like none I've ever experienced in 20 some odd years in the business. Um, Between having our own group here and having your own personal concern, uh, we had clients, once it was announced, this is a hurricane, this is coming, we knew how big it was going to be. And it was so massive that it wasn't just affecting the parks. Now it was affecting our our cruise clients. Mm -hmm. So basically every client I had sailing during that or traveling during that time was affected. And so trying to get people who were here um, deciding whether they were going home early or if they were staying late, where were they going to stay and how was that going to work? People who are at home trying to decide, do I come now, ride it out and then be here or do I wait and delay and come later or just cancel or change my date altogether? Disney was making great accommodations, but only through guest services. So once you got through to a regular cast member, which was a two to three hour wait, and only things could be done by phone, nothing could be done online. You then had to wait for guest services, which was averaging seven hour hold times. So uh, agents, we were together. So we were passing phones back and forth. But this was to make any kind of change. So you can imagine I'm waiting seven hours to find out if you can come two days later. Availability has changed a thousand different times by then. Um, At one point, I was on hold and I was in bed because it was two o'clock in the morning when they picked up literally two o'clock in the morning. So I put my headset on and all of a sudden I fell asleep and I, and I have my notes and I have, you know, with me, so I'm ready. And I hear, um, <clears throat> hello. Uh, and I know they heard me sleeping, <laughs> but it was like, don't hang up, please, please, please. I'm here. But this is, was like nothing we'd ever experienced. And then this all happened. And then, you know, the second hurricane came and affected the Caribbean as well. It was just a mess. And so when you're here, these decisions have to be made, but they can't be made in haste. Mm -hmm. They can't be made out of hysteria. It was interesting to see with our agents, to see the range of reactions. There were some, hey, we're going to stay. You know, Sam from the UK was here. Chris and I were here. We're like, we've never seen a hurricane. We're probably never going to see one again. So... You know, we're good. There was the point where it kind of all became real, where we thought, well, maybe we should have left. Um, <laughs> In the middle of it. Right. <laughs> One of the things I tried over and over again during FAM was to assure you all that you were actually in the safest place we, you could be. And we, I can tell you, I wrote out Irma in Portofino. Right. Um, and I, except for the <coughs> television, I didn't know there was a hurricane mm-hmm. outside. They were at one point. They were saying it is directly over Universal right now, and it felt like nothing more than an air conditioning running, like the sound, like the building was that sound. The windows, and we were full windows in that room, um, 
they didn't even shake. Like this was this building was secure. And again, I want to go back. I know you want to say something, but I want to go back and say this is where people went to. My brother, who lives in South Florida, came to Disney right. and got a hotel room. We again, our family was split between Disney and Universal. It just so happened the point at which we moved to Universal was when the worst of the storm yeah. was hitting. We'll talk about that, but Universal could not have been okay. better. You had mentioned on a previous show the amount of people who showed up with their pets. Every kind of pet you can imagine. It was like a petting zoo in the lobby. There were um, luggage carts with huge parrot cages on them. And these are people who had left South Florida. South Florida is much, there's much more water. There's much more canal. There's uh, the Everglades. The chance of flooding is much higher. As you move north, there's less water. And again, the, I, the, the, the point of trying to say this over and over again is the fact that if you do, do decide to come and you do decide to stay at Disney or Universal, you are going to be in possibly the safest place you can be. You're safe. Center of the state. Best all of built Disney buildings. was built for Category 5 hurricanes. Exactly right. Yep. They're all built to a certain hurricane standard. Now, I do, need to, I do want to say, though, you, when you decide to make a decision, you have to be decisive. Exactly. Exactly. If you're going to stay, we joke around, we hunker down. We put supplies in our room, a, a bottle of water, depending on how long you think you're going to stay. Uh, chances are that the, you're not going to lose water at a resort. In your home, there are certain preparations, flashlights, batteries, um, non-perishable food. A hotel is a different story. My My... My reason for saying this is, if you wait till a certain point, the airport's going to close. If it's coming at us, the airport's going to close. The roads are going to become very, very congested with people like you who didn't make a decision soon enough and are now stuck on the highway. You are no longer in the safest space. This is what we, we went through with our agents as they were hemming and hawing. And we said, listen, make a decision by Friday. Right, because what happened was when it was first announced, and okay, now it's happening, I remember being in a room and we we're in training. And we have to, like, we owe Universal our attention because they have us there and they're training us. Mm -hmm. But then this is all happening. And so we were kind of looking and okay, well, we can get rooms here and we can stay and where are we going to wait it out? And, and that was all kind of, by the time that training session was over, not even 40 minutes later, we went back, okay, let's book these rooms. They were all gone. Yep. It was that fast because once that announcement is made, mm -hmm. Now it's like, okay, now crap's getting real. Right. Or, so now or the flights. Are, yeah. You know, we said, listen, book your flight by Friday because you know that that yeah. airport's going to close in advance of the It does. It, it, one and, of our agents got a flight on the last flight out of Orlando. Yeah. Yes. And what um, what I learned, Excuse me. it was extremely valuable to be here during this. Like The information that I got and the experience of it to know in the future when I have clients here, it, it was incredible. So it was really nice for you to organize that whole thing. You're very welcome. <laughs> um, but what I learned was... Wait till this year. The, <laughs> the airports do close early. I, I thought they only close when they absolutely had to. No. But no, they're closing, you know, and, you know, the parks died. Like, they got deserted. But also the resorts... You know, these are, they're going down to skeleton staff. There's people here who need to get home and secure their own homes. Uh, you got to think about that, too. You think, well, I'm right. going to a resort. I'm going to be safe, and people will feed me. And be, well, You know, these are people who have lives, and yes. they have families to protect yes. and houses to protect. And some of them are making a decision to actually stay right. at and so those our, resorts. Our decision was, um, okay, so we can try to get out on a flight just before. We knew it was hairy because there wasn't a lot of availability. We, I did it the other way. I thought, okay, I'm going to book a flight home 
for it was supposed to hit on a Sunday, I think is what it was. We thought Monday, the airport's going to be still a little hairy. It might open, it might not. We booked a flight for Tuesday late in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So that's how we thought ahead because I knew no matter what else happened, Tuesday afternoon, I can get out. Well, so I knew I was safe. In the, exactly. Because all those flights are now backing up. Exactly. So now you figure at least let me get to a point where I know it's, I, no one's going to say to me, oh, I'm sorry, your flight's still. Right. And can't uh, be even on Tuesday morning, there were still flights not going. Because they couldn't come in. Because they couldn't. You know, the planes, you know, everything was, they were trying to yeah. move planes and the airport was just opening. So the airport wasn't at full capacity right after either. So that's what we had done. And then it went, you know, we knew we were safe during the storm. Universal could not have taken better care of us. Um, Now, when we were at Universal, we weren't there. It wasn't vacation anymore. Um, They were on reduced staff. They had the lifeguards from the pool were helping out at the food service areas. And everybody, you know, they had um, accommodations set up for their staff that were staying to work. They looked kind of like... I don't know what you like dorms almost where they just had, you know, they mm-hmm. turned um, ballrooms conference rooms for ballrooms, conference yeah. rooms into sleeping quarters for Ten cities kind of. Yep. For the cast members that, that were the team members. Um, I'm sorry. Universal. They're called. You were at uh, Portofino. I was at Portofino. Yep. They opened up back areas for us so that we did not have to go outside because we were in an outer building. So we did not have to go outside to get to the main building where all the food stuff was. They opened up back hallways so we didn't have to step outside and we could walk through. They had in these ballrooms, they had one that had a movie screen in there. They were playing movies. They had characters um, in the ballrooms. They opened up the whole conference area, basically. Mm-hmm. They had a couple rooms. One was serving big buffet, nicer dinner. They had another area that was quick service. The night that the storm hit, we were sitting in kind of a loungy area. They had a temporary bar set up. And I'm looking around, and there's people with their little foo-foo dogs in their, in their arms. And there's one lady with an Afghan blanket over her lap and sipping wine. And all of a sudden, all of our phones go off with a tornado warning. Mm-hmm. And everybody, at the same time, so that freaked me out a little bit. Everybody just kind of looks, and it's like, I'm thinking, this must have been what it was like on the Titanic up above. <laughs> you know, all the rich people, they're just kind of sitting there. You were in the upper and class, sipping were you? Wine. <laughs> And it was just, it was so surreal. We were in a Publix one day, and when Florida puts out a tornado warning, it doesn't matter if your cell phone is... Android or yeah. Whatever it is. Yeah. And, it, and it goes on And I was way. standing in the produce department of Publix, and literally everybody in the store's phone started that screaming sound. And it was like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. And our dogs were home, so they said to us, you probably shouldn't leave the market. Yeah. Nope. We dropped everything and ran right home. Yeah. I don't need this stuff. Exactly. I also need to say that it is never a bad idea to err on the side of caution. And I don't want anybody to become complacent because there are times when you can go through all of the preparations and the storm wobbles just a little bit. I would go say, remember Hurricane Andrew mm-hmm. so many years ago and Orlando was going to be destroyed? And it wobbled off the coast a little bit. It destroyed Miami, but it got to Orlando and went off the coast a little bit. And we all had two days off because they had closed everything for two days. And everybody was out by the pool. Mm -hmm. Err on the side of caution because while that might happen, it might not. And you don't want to be stuck on a highway. Ever told you my Andrew story? (laughs) You'll you'll get a kick out of this just because of how it affected me. <laughs> I was a cast member at the time and I was in IT. I was doing computer stuff. So I was in management and um, 
again, you know, everything was shut down and they had moved people out of the campgrounds into the contemporary and it was all this thing. And it turned out to be sort of a non-event, but they were short-staffed because a lot of uh, team members didn't come, uh, cast members didn't come in. So they called up managers and they said, you have to come to work and you have to help. So I said, sure, fine, I'll do it. I'll do anything. I was changing beds at the Contemporary (laughs) Resort. I was doing housework at the Contemporary Resort during a hurricane or right after a hurricane. So I think that's a a testament to what people will do Mm -hmm. at Disney or at Universal to make sure that their guests are still comfortable and safe. It couldn't have, they couldn't have been better. Like the whole time. And then if you went, people were conjugating in the lobby. And we spoke to a lot of people who were from the South. We spoke to people who were here on vacation who had never experienced it and also had a language barrier. I remember one in one early morning, there was a man who was really upset. And he came up and talked to us and asked what he should do. Should I take my family home? Should we stay? I don't know what to do. I'm worried for their safety. I have a baby. And at that point, it was the point of no return. It's like... All I can tell you is that you are you need to stay here. The last thing you need is to have a baby out on those roads now. Exactly. As you said, it was a parking lot. And so it just he got to that point where he hadn't made a decision and the decision was made for him. So if there's like just try not to panic. Try to I'm gonna add on to that. And the way to do that is pay attention to the news. Do not leave your TV yes. on twenty four yeah. hours a day. That yeah. they are designed to incite you. Right. And our families at home freaked out. Yes. That, that we was, were staying. Right. And, you know, my parents and Ben and, um, you know, Chris's mom and grandma, they were panicked. But it's because they're watching CNN and the crisis m- music and they're watching all of this. And and it's like we were in it. It's really not that bad. We're okay. Mm-hmm. We're, we couldn't be safer. Check the news every couple hours. But then turn it off. Yeah. We have to do that and we live here. Because otherwise, you all of a sudden, your yeah. living room is filled with Girl Scout cookies and, you know, <laughs> you've, you're boarding up I windows and stuff like that. I have somewhere of us getting our hurricane stuff ready. There was not an apple to be seen. Because <laughs> we're in a hotel room. <laughs> so it was like... What's the biggest bag of M&M's I can buy? Well, right. yeah, I mean, we actually, we said to you guys, listen, if you're going to be here and you're going to stay, a couple of things to think about. Yes. Get some water, exactly. get some food just in case. You know, I mean, turned out Universal was great. Um, one of the agents was telling me they put out so much food that she collected food and brought it to the front desk staff. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, I we it was like an abundance of food and we didn't want to just throw it away. So they gave it out to other people. So they really took care of uh, everybody's There's a couple basic there. necessities. You should have a light source. Most people have that on their cell phone. Yeah. Um, if you're coming during hurricane season, I would tell you to have an outside battery. Yes. For the simple fact that the most likely the worst thing you might face is a power outage. Right. So if you want to keep your phone and don't have a car outside, you want to keep uh, an external battery charged mm-hmm. up. I would say that's important. Your cell phone will act as a, a flashlight. Most of them do now. I would have a gallon of water in the room. You don't need like, you know, they tell you you need five gallons. Up, yeah, right. Yeah. You need five gallons per person per day. I know. I messaged a friend and I said, every time I've ever seen a hurricane on TV, I have to fill the bathtub up with water. What do I need that for? Do I need to fill the bathtub with water? She's like, it won't be a problem for you. You'll be fine. <laughs> the plumbing will be okay. That's <laughs> actually why you do it. Exactly. In case you want to take a bath. No, yeah. in case you, it, it's, it's like, I felt like, do I need plywood? What do I do with the plywood? Because that's what they do on TV. They do plywood and they fill the bathtub with water. The best thing for the bathtub is if your plumbing goes out, you can flush your toilet. Right. You can flush the toilet. I have a funny story to tell you. They tell you 
for a long time, it was put masking tape or duct tape on your windows. And they now tell you that does virtually nothing. All it does is make a mess on your windows. And um, I, we used to have a next door neighbor. Sadly, she's passed away. And the first hurricane I was ever here for, she had taken duct tape and literally covered every <laughs> inch of her windows and called me over to check. And she had done the bathroom mirrors. <laughs> Inside the house. Inside the house. With no windows. <laughs> you might have gone a little bit you overboard. might have been a little bit crazy. Just um, use common sense. Exactly. So, you know, I want to, again, I want to stress the things like pay attention, you know, be aware of the warnings. Whatever decision you're going to make, you know, you have to feel safe, but make it fairly early so that you're not at the last minute trying to get out or last minute trying to extend because your Because you're going to pass, as you called it, the tipping point where your decision is now taken away from right. you. But the last thing I want to stress is you are going to be safe at Disney. You're going to be safe at Universal. Again, nothing happened to these resorts. I, I don't know. I said to you guys one day, <clears throat> we were doing a tour, and I said, watch, these trees will be gone. And they weren't even tipped over. No. So that just goes to show how If you well are at the campground, they will evacuate you. Right. They will evacuate yeah. you to a hotel. And the campground did take some damage this time. Um, so it was a while before they had reopened after everything. But that was trees. But that was, the campground's a totally different, um, yeah, but any of the buildings, and even at Universal, you know, the the big kind of piazza there where they have the boats in the water, some of them had come up on shore and some things had blown over and some, like some things had broken in, but it looked like it would have been nothing more than like a windstorm. Like it right. wasn't, there was no structural damage. There was no, there was no internal, like no inside flooding anywhere there was no water coming in the wind like it was i mean and just so you know the plywood again plywood is to protect your windows People so i did pl- not need that at no, university no. <laughs> they're not going to like you putting plywood on your really <laughs> i awesome run a drill and some screws do you think they'll let me put up plywood <laughs> no, I don't if they're going to put up plywood leave it to them <laughs> no. um, you know we did not even we did not lose tv we did not lose the internet I mean, and we had made sure you talked about you know, having a backup battery. We made sure all of our devices were charged because, right. um, you know, like you said, you know, it's coming. Right. So we were just as prepared as we could be. The parks closed earlier. What um, What did they tell you? Did they t- <clears throat> say anything to you or leave anything in your room that said, you know, do this, do that, do this? Be- they at one point they had given up. They had left a message on the, everybody's phone. And they had said, and they sent, because they do text messaging there, they said, stay away from the windows. Um, and, and that was at kind of as, as the storm was at its peak. So, of course, you know, you can look and you say, everybody's up at the windows. <laughs> exactly. Just <laughs> see what's happening. I know. Two other hints that I think we didn't mention. If you're driving, fill your car with gas mm-hmm. early. Gas stations seem to um, take a brunt of it. Usually they have giant canopies. Mm-hmm. So they seem to... They also run out. They run out of gas because there's a rush. And the other thing we always tell people is make sure you get some cash out of the Mm -hmm. ATM. Because if there's a power failure, your ATM card and your debit card card are no longer any good. That was one of the things that we had done too. And I was also surprised to find out that there was a curfew after, not a curfew, but like a restriction in travel. So you weren't allowed on the roads. Right. Right. Um, I think it was on the the, the, the day after. You weren't allowed on the roads until like 5 o'clock. That's because... Because of emergency um, crews. Right. So, you know, had, you know, you rushed to try to book that flight for the very next day. So it was another reason I was glad that we had waited for a day to do that. Um, I just think I did have some clients that moved their flights to get here before the airport closed. Um, and they were glad they did. They said, you know, they had that, 
that day or those two days where the parks were closed. Mm-hmm. But then they continued on with their vacation. I believe you guys, were you guys in the park the next day? No, was, uh, we were, yeah, some of the girls did go to the park yeah, the, the very park, next day. Universal was open. They yep, actually went to they the park. Yeah, they did. Um, Let's talk it about opened Disney later Cruise in the line. day. Excuse me, I apologize. I interrupted you. Go ahead, DJ. Just before we do that, um, uh oh. I lost it. You were talking about the people in the park. I apologize. That was my parks fault. Parks were open. Some people went in, but. Yeah, so some people came ahead and the parks were closed for a couple of days. Um, there was something else. It'll uh, come back. I apologize. That was yeah, my sorry. fault. Do you want to talk about Disney Cruise Line? Yes. It's, you have to wait and see what they say. Yeah. There's a possibility if you're on a cruise already that they will divert you someplace else and not be able to get back into Port Canaveral. There is a possibility that they will bring the ship back early. There's a possibility that your cruise will be delayed. We cannot prep you for that. We cannot advise you, predict what's going to happen. It is all weather-related. I remembered what I was going to say. Can I say it before I lose it? (laughs) What I was going to say was even though Disney was waiving changes, airlines were waiving change fees, and you were able to change things, um, insurance is very, very, very important still. Because we had extra expenses. You know, we had to have a hotel longer. We had to have... Um, you know, we booked a different flight and, and we actually booked ours before the airline started doing it because we knew once they were, our choices were going to be very limited. Um, you know, we had extra meal expenses we had. So insurance was very, very important. I, I've always said this. I think the least important part of insurance is cancellation before you go. I think the interruption part of the insurance, mm-hmm. when your trip is interrupted for something, is the most important. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. You know, think, oh, why would I get insurance? You know, they did all this. This was a small part. And people's vacations were, were, were ruined. People lost their vacations. Um, but those who salvaged them, those who did come for part of it, you know, they worked. There was some out of pocket. The airlines will try to work with you. Disney will. will try to work with you. Yep. Universal will try, but there's only so much they can do. There's only so much. So, um, okay, going back to Disney Cruise Line. Um, one of the things to keep in mind is the reason there these things happen when there's a storm is for your protection. It's for your safety. Yes. It's not because, oh, they decide that we want to just you know go a day longer or a day shorter or something like that. They are trying to keep that boat out of the line of any kind of severe weather. So while and if my- you were on a cruise... And the weather kicks up. Again, hurricanes don't surprise people. The force might surprise you once it's landed, but we know they're coming. So your whole itinerary might change. If it's going left, you might go right. So you have to be prepared for that, too. And again, as you said, that's for your safety. And again, Disney Cruise Line, Royal Caribbean, they're usually really good about if it's cut a day, they'll try to uh, give you some kind of compensation. If it goes longer, you know, or they miss a port, you might get some money back. But again, keep in mind that this is out of their control. Just, I think the best thing I can say is just, you know, try to go with it. And you think after Irma, it was Maria that hit and really devastated the Caribbean. So professionally, to have the land and then cruises be affected for so long. Yeah. And I have to say the cruise lines, for the most part, really stepped up, you know, as far as helping to evacuate people. I know Royal Caribbean not only was using their ships for their own employees to keep them safe, they were going to islands and evacuating people. They were delivering, you know, medical emergency supplies and food. Um, they actually canceled two revenue cruises to continue to use those ships to help. 
Um, so for me, when I'm deciding where to put my dollars, um, humanitarian efforts mean a lot to me. Um, and I think a lot of companies really stepped up during this crisis. I would also like to say that I don't want to give details because I don't want to set a precedent. But I had a client from Houston who Disney worked very well with me because of what happened to Houston. He was supposed to travel. And all I had to say to them was, you have a television, right? How would I expect him to get from where he is to where he needs to go? Your travel agent will um, be your advocate. And ask us. We'll help you. Excellent. Any last-minute thoughts, hurricanes, things that we want our uh, listeners and viewers to know? Follow our advice. (laughs) And I'm not joking. That's not supposed to be funny. We're good at this. We're good at this. We will lead you in the best possible direction, but then you're going to have to make decisions for yourself, but you need to be decisive. And I think you have to control the hysteria. Um, I know it's hard because everybody sees hurricanes on TV and what they look like and they saw what happened in Houston. And um, you have to realize geographically, if that storm surge gets all the way to here, there's so many more bigger problems than your trip, (laughs) right? Like, like, like the problems are so much bigger than, you know, it might be in a world stuff. Yeah. That's apocalyptic. Right. So, you know, I know you see that on TV and you see people holding onto the rooftops as they're sailing down, you know, that's not, we're central Florida here. And it's not to say there's not waterways and there's going to be flooding. Um, It just doesn't tend to be the life Risking, especially when you're talking about being at these resorts built for Category 5 storms. We are not coastal. Right. If you're on a coastal vacation, your priorities are much, Absolutely. much different. Completely different. Exactly. Great. I hope uh, you guys got something out of that. I hope you have, uh, if anything, I hope you have a little less concern about traveling during hurricane season uh, coming to Central Florida. Thank you guys for helping me with that conversation. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation. 